Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The margins of society is no place for anyone. And yet that is where the characters in our story today take us. In Matthew's gospel, we see Jesus extending his love to tax collectors and sinners, defying social norms by eating with them and challenging us to examine our own attitudes towards those who are marginalized. Jesus does challenge us today to hear and learn these same words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mercy is somewhat synonymous with other words we often hear when talking about the gospels, things like grace or compassion, forgiveness or charity. But there's a difference. Mercy is that compassion towards someone when you have power to punish or harm them. I wonder if any of you have been in that position, one of power over someone else with the power to punish, the power to make decisions for them because of that position you're in. I was talking with a good friend just a few nights ago about my time serving as a state trooper in South Carolina. And he said, okay, imagine that you're pulling me over. What do you actually say? What do you, let's go through a scenario, what do you say? And so we went through a different scenario, we went through a, a few of them that progressively got more imaginative with different problems and different conversational dynamics. Uh, and it, but it caused me to reflect on what it means to actually offer mercy when you're in that position to do so. How do you judge when mercy is deserved? Is it just because the other person is nice? One of the things we talked about was getting pulled over and not having insurance on your vehicle, which, if you are wondering, is a big no. <laughs> but I can remember letting more than one person drive away because towing their car would clearly have been a financial disaster when they were probably already in one. They were people on the margins. And I remember allowing a few people who were not originally from this country to drive off without a license, and instead give them the time and the chance to get one. Those were and are people on the margins. And it made me wonder, could I have been more merciful? I wonder when my own power got in the way of seeing the needs of people who needed help. And maybe you felt the same way, that you could have offered mercy or compassion or forgiveness, just a little more. Or maybe you've been on the other side of this and you have received mercy when you didn't expect it. So when Jesus offers mercy in our reading today, he doesn't do so to the people that are already upstanding citizens and good religious folk. He doesn't do so to the ones that fit into the nice, proper boundaries of society. He calls a tax collector. And even today, we don't like tax collectors. <laughs> the one thing that Jesus does for us, I think, is he gives us a reminder, a lesson of humility. The individuals who are shunned and looked down upon, 
the ones who had their needs laid bare and their sins out for everyone to see in that vulnerability. That is where we see God exercise grace and mercy. When we encounter those on the margins, we have to set aside our pride and see that we too are in need of God's mercy. But this gospel is just, is more than just a reminder about humility. It's also a call story. And like Matthew, we are each called to be ministers to others. We are each called by Christ to follow and to minister and follow in such a way that we offer mercy. And you'll notice how Jesus puts his own words into actions in the second part of the gospel story. He heals an unclean woman, a woman that could not even look Jesus in the face, but she is offered mercy because of her faith. And then we have the resurrection of a synagogue leader's daughter. This is someone who was in a position of power, but lacked the right kind of power when he needed it the most. He too and his daughter are offered mercy. For God's love to be given so freely, for mercy and grace to be given abundantly, we must recognize that there can be no margins. Jesus' radical inclusion of tax collectors and sinners exposes the limitations that we often place on God's love. But in reality, we can't place those limitations on God's love. It is when we create divisions among ourselves and marginalize certain individuals based on their race or gender or sexuality or physical ability or economic position or any other thing that we use to diminish the value of another person. Our call is to extend God's love to all of these people, not just to those who fit within the boundaries. And that doesn't mean that just doing nice things, and that doesn't mean just doing nice things for them. It's fine to participate in charity, to give food, to hand out bags of granola bars and juice boxes to the homeless, to support equality in all aspects of life. But this gospel lesson makes me wonder if it's enough. Jesus does not hand out a meal to sinners and then walk away. He sits down at the table with them. He gets to know them. He hears their stories, their aspirations, and their fears. And I wonder if we ought to do the same. Maybe we should know more about the other person and invite them to break bread, whether at this table or any other, to find ourselves so intertwined in relationship with the other person that the only answer possible is mercy. So what, that, what might that look like us for today? What might it look like for you to really offer mercy? I think that Jesus reminds us today that what is important about people is not the sum of what they have done or didn't do. What's important is their potential. Mercy recognizes that the value of a person lies in their potential to be saved, to grow, to transform, to flourish when we stop restricting based on trivial matters. There is potential for all in God's love. And Christ calls us just as he called Matthew, to follow him 
to desire mercy, to be merciful as our Father in heaven is merciful. My prayer for you this day and for each of us is that we can find the courage to step out of our comfort zones and reach to those whom we place on the margins. Let each of us be an agent of change in our society and work to break down barriers against God's expansive love and affirm the worth of every individual. May we give the same mercy that we receive because none of us should be on the margins. Amen.